Well, hello, Dev. Hi, Dion. How are Hi, you? Hi, good. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is From the Sidelines. For WNBA fans, this is That's Devon. Right. <laughs> this is where we had a look. Man, it's been a crazy week, D. Yes. Yes, it has. Lots, lots. An important week yeah. in history. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. Lots going on. Lots going on this week. But uh, very interesting. First off, um, let's take a few, you know, let's start our warm up like we normally do. And then we're going to run into social justice activities that have been happening across sports, especially in the WNBA. Dion, let's go ahead and start it. Let's get into it. All right. So tell me what's been going on with you this week. It's been a productive week. I've been having very good outcomes and results so far with a lot of my goals that I've been having in the gym, the discipline in the kitchen, lately having great success there. Been doing a lot of studying, a lot of researching before I'm about to make another launch. But other than that, Dion, otherwise a good week. I had a um, faux with friends this weekend. I made some faux homemade and invited some friends and I had a great great time um, enjoying each other's company and had some really good food. Nice. But my week was pretty chill amongst all the activity agree everywhere what about you yeah our our week was pretty chill as well um it was nice to just be home you know i told you the couple last couple of weeks have been kind of tough with everything going on with us personally so it was just nice to be home and enjoy each other's company and the weekend um it was very laid back um it seems like it didn't fly by okay (laughs) yeah So, so you got to participate in your weekend yeah really and, enjoy and, and be a feel like you actually got a break it did it felt like a break so uh it's been good i will say the same okay and i think we all needed a, a good couple days of a rest breather. after <sighs> a minute to take a breath mm-hmm. it's been a lot all right well let's talk about quickly the games Okay. That we did have. There was a break in the action due to uh, some tragic news that happened over in Kenosha, Wisconsin. But, Dion, how about we just go ahead and shift and transition into the games and then we can talk about the uh, social justice. All right. We can do that. Yeah. So, Dev, Sunday night or Sunday, uh, the 23rd, Mm -hmm. uh, the first in the lineup that afternoon, we had the Atlanta Dream and the Minnesota Lynx. The Atlanta Dream came out the victors 78 over the Lynx is 75. Good win for Atlanta. It was. Um, The next game Mm -hmm. we had were the Wings and the Sparks. Uh, that was a very close game, mm-hmm. uh, an exciting game. A tight I thought. one. Yeah. The LA Sparks took it 84 to 81 over the Dallas Wings. And the last game of yep. that evening saw Mercury take on the Washington Mystics. Another very close game, 88 mm-hmm. for Indeed the Mercury and Woo-hoo. 87 for the Mystics. Yeah, that was a good lineup for a lineup of games there on Sunday, Dion. There were no games on Monday. There was a rest day. Tuesday, the women lined up. The Liberty and the Chicago Sky matched off to stop the games off for Tuesday afternoon. The 10-6 and Chicago did not come up the victor. Actually, the Liberty got another W, 101-99. Okay, Liberty. Yep, second up. 
the Las Vegas Aces and Dallas Wings. They tip off at the midway part in the day. The Las Vegas Aces, Kayla McBride, Asia Wilson end up getting the win over Dallas Wings 96 to 92. And the Indiana Fever, Seattle Storm. I think we all kind of knew where this one was going to go. And sure enough, after all the helter skelter and all the talk leading up to this game and matchup when Sue Bird got back on the court, Seattle won 87 to 74. And then, Dev, Wednesday night, those games were postponed. Yes, they were, Dion. Wednesday and Thursday night, to be exact, due to player protests and much needed, I would say. You want to take a couple minutes to talk about that? Kind of. Absolutely. Make it simu- kind of simulate it to the way the week went. There was a break in the action in the games, and we can take a minute to talk about those two days of resistance led by professional athletes. Where were you when you learned that the NBA, WNBA, decided not to play any games that night, starting with the Milwaukee Bucks? I thought it was a great show of a unified front for the WNBA as far as their stance on police brutality and the racial climate that we're in, that we're currently in. So it was good to see. I was actually on the couch. (laughs) I got a notification that came through that said that the games were postponed. The WNBA players are not taking the court on Wednesday night. And I was like, what? And immediately clicked on it. Yeah, immediately clicked on it and started reading about it. And I just thought that it was very um, courageous. And as I believe we've mentioned before, you know about these ladies in this league that they don't hesitate to use the platform that they've been given Mm -hmm. to stand up for injustices and it was it was it's all right awesome to see and it's sad to know the reasoning as to why it had to be done Um, and that was the shooting of jacob blake it's it's just it's unfortunate like you said, that it even mm-hmm. has to be done. What did what did you think, Dad? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I love seeing a unified front, just the unity in the players and their demonstration with it. Mm-hmm. It was a peaceful demonstration. I first saw the T-shirts of, I think it was Washington Mystics players. I believe so. Who were walking into the arena, into the bubble arena with Jacob Blake's name on uh, each letter on each player on the shirt and also seven bullet holes or representations of bullet holes in the back of those t-shirts so when uh, I heard that the Milwaukee Bucks suddenly decided not to play given that the event took place in Wisconsin not far from Milwaukee the city of Milwaukee I thought it was very courageous and a good moment to use this opportunity which the both leagues are comprised of majority black players and this is true the thing that happened yeah like i think that happened off the court in the streets happened to our neighbors our brothers our family members people we know the list goes on and so i love that this is what they committed their season to do right to shine light on every game and the organization itself has always led the way now of course the nba they're going to get, obviously, you know, more attention because they have a greater following. They're much older league, on and on and on. But loving the fact that, honestly, the WNBA is who led the torch on this and so glad that many other athletes, tennis professional athletes. Right. Major Even League Baseball players. Like Kenny right, Smith. Took a knee and said, that's it. Enough's enough. And he's a mm-hmm. former player himself. So it was just a great visual of unity amongst black professional athletes and abroad. And hopefully it will actually bring about action.
action. Um, it will be a call to action for <laughs> there to be a, a dig into just the deadly force that police yeah. officers have basically been caught doing now at this point. I don't think it's anything new as we've mentioned before, but now that it's being there seen mm-hmm. more than it has in the past because of social media and smartphones and recording mm-hmm. and things are just more accessible. So hopefully it will be a call to action for this nation to really take a look at and delve into why this is happening to give the, the appropriate training to mm-hmm. our police and to also remove certain responsibilities from the police where they're not necessarily experts in. When we're talking about dealing with people with mental health issues, dealing mm-hmm. with matters that they aren't necessarily there to take care of. Sometimes I think other professionals need to help intervene, with, intervene with mental illness crises and mm-hmm. domestic issues, those types of things. Um, I think other professionals can definitely step in and I agree and there are two things that I want to add to that one I hear a lot of folks question well what do players be able to accomplish by sitting out games and ultimately we know that when players don't play um, advertisers aren't able to get the audience that they had targeted and they had bought ad spend on so forth and so on so it affects the 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 bottom line and when that happens ultimately you have people in powerful places owners who know other owners of corporations and companies that can hopefully say you know what I've got to listen to my players this is what my players are saying here's what they're asking for perhaps we need to listen because it's it's affecting my players uh, mental space it's it's affecting them um, emotionally my coaches even Doc Rivers I mean so many different coaches and leaders in professional sports are affected and showing their emotion is just being in a very vulnerable place to speak about how they feel the people that are in powerful places we're not going to act like that they aren't well connected sure they are but then they need to use their voices and advocate for their players Mm -hmm. and then the second thing is with the WNBA players the WNBA gave them place to activate a place to feel safe to do so and uh, they'll continue their mission to to voice for the voiceless and those who have been affected by police brutality and police violence and again oh that's what my point was that yes Police officers are trained to meet situations with force. And so they are trained to use guns and trained to, um, you know, be brutal in certain ways. But on the other hand of that, we've seen people who are not black. We've seen white people behave very aggressively, maybe even manically. And police have exercised extreme patience. So there's an issue. And hopefully WNBA will continue to lead the way in conversations about police brutality. Oh, yeah. And I believe that they will. And I I think one of the best quotes that I've seen from this whole situation came from Neka Gwumake, Los Angeles Sparks player, president of the WNBA Players Association. She was quoted as stating, as athletes, we would be discrediting our essence if we didn't use that platform for good and for change, end quote. And I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, it's it's been part of the mode of what athletes do, especially given that they're spotlighted for their unique talent and to be able to also be a beacon and be a voice for those who are victims, who those who are oppressed, who look like you 
come from where you come from, went to the schools you went to, all of those things. It's it's a very unique and a, and a special position to be in. I'm so glad to see the ladies doing their part. So shout out to Nika. Um, even Chelsea Gray, she has started a new initiative as well. So um, this is great amidst the drama that's going on out here. It's good to see the proactivity towards social justice. I agree, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're about to back, back. We are back. We did get some action to return on Friday, the 28th, starting out with the Lynx and the Dream. A, okay, okay. A, a good game with the Lynx. The Dream couldn't pull off a win. Yep. Crystal Dangerfield and the Lynx take that win, 88-79. to 79. Next up, we had the Los Angeles Sparks and the Connecticut Sun. The Connecticut Sun were fighting, but they couldn't take that win over the Sparks, who won 80. Connecticut Sun with 76. And to wrap up Friday night, the Mystics and the Mercury. Mercury kind of walked away with this one, 94 to 72. Yes, indeed. And to end up the weekend amount of play, Dion, the New York Liberty, Las Vegas Aces square up to the New York Liberty's demise. They did not win. Aces take it 80 to 63. Then the Seattle Storm and the Chicago Sky, they clash once more. Seattle Storm takes this one in a pretty much a fourth quarter win, 88 to 74. And Dama Shields and Azrae Stevens both mm-hmm. left the wobble this weekend, Dion. So it's going to be pretty, pretty different, I'm sure, in the team activity and the bench depth, you know, with the Chicago yes. Sky. So hopefully they, they keep it chugging. Feel that. Yeah, hopefully they keep it chugging and we'll see. It's soon to be told what the story will be. But right now, Chicago is 10 and 6 in the standings right now. Not bad. And to end up right. Saturday's play, Dallas Wings and the Indiana Fever, 6 and 10, lulling kind of at the bottom there, not doing too well. Dallas take a needed win, 82 to 78. And opening up Saturday's gameplay, New York Liberty and the Las Vegas Aces, they pair up for a battle. This was a wonderful win, but New York Liberty is still in the struggle. The Aces take this one, 80 to 63. Seattle Storm and the Chicago Sky rolling thunder. This one was a good game, Dion. Seattle Storm come away with the win, 88 to 74. And wrapping up Saturday night, the Dallas Wings and Indiana Fever. Indiana Mm -hmm. Fever just not able to collect the W on this one, but Dallas needed this one. They take the W, 82-78. to All right, y'all, welcome back. So we're going to do a little quick segment called Who Did It For Me? Okay. And it's just our way, a different way of highlighting the players, not only what they're doing on the court, but off the court too. And it'll give everybody kind of a quick rundown of player activity and what they've been up to. As players and as women, as athletes, as activists, all that. You ready, Dion? Let's do it. All right. So who did it for me was Kalia Copper. Yo, this week, she averaged 15 points a game this season so far. 19 points in the matchup against Seattle on Saturday. 15 points versus the Liberty. Yo, Dion, who you got? Who did it for you? Who did it for me, Deb, was Neka Agumake with that nice footwork that mm-hmm. game between the LA Sparks and the Sun. That fake and fade okay. away that she had, Ooh, it right. was so nice. I watched the thing like five or six times, okay? <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I, was, I hear uh, you. I hear you, Dion. Yes. I hear you. But guess who did it for me, though? Who did it for you? Amanda Zowie B. Yo, Amanda Zowie B has been turning up this week. 12 yeah. rebounds, 22 points against Chicago. 
Yo, Zow- Zowie B been doing it for me. She did, Close. she did. But I mean, you took the words out my mouth on that one. <laughs> but who, who, who did it for me? Taya Cooper. I just love the confidence and the energy that she's been bringing with the okay. sparks. Absolutely, she's doing it for me. Shout out to Taya. She is a nice rookie, but we got to pull over. Arike Ngumbawale. She is a machine. Machine, machine, machine. 30 points. This is who did it for me. 30 points versus the Fever. Shooting 5 or 7 from the three-point line. 21 points against the Aces. 20 points against the Sparks. Arike Ngubawale. She is doing it for me. Yes. <laughs> who else? Who did it for me is Allie Quigley. She's had a great oh. week this week uh, with her scoring and um, just being there. But not only that, on the court. Mm-hmm. She did it for me off the court. Um, I saw that she had a, uh, she mentioned on Twitter where she auctioned off some uh, Kyrie shoes that she had worn in a game. Nice, that's right. Yeah, so she's going to use the money raised from that auction to support human traffic survivors in Chicago. And I thought that was dope. So she did it for me on the court and off the court. Bet. Well, I'm going to circle that up with the Los Angeles Sparks guard, Chelsea Gray. She did it for me this week also, yo. Let me tell you what Chelsea is up to. Did you hear? Did you hear? No, what's up? Chelsea Gray is leading the way. She's making sure people are getting out here to vote. Put her money where her mouth is. Really, her assist where her mouth is. Every assist she's going to give and donate $50 per assist in the the games in 2020 towards the LGBTQ Civil Rights Organization, Equality California, and Rock the Vote. So... Yo, shout out to Chelsea yeah, Gray awesome. with a big week on the court and off the court. She's definitely doing it for me. All right. What did it for me, sadly, Dev, sadly, this is, you know, it was a heartbreaking, um, heartbreaking news. That's finding oh, out no. Rhea Hartley uh, wouldn't be yeah. returning for the remainder of the season. Um, yeah, so that did it for me. That's a hard me. blow. Th- that is going to yeah. be a blow. For the for the for Phoenix, but you know what? To to end it on a on a on a high note for Phoenix Mercury, you know who's doing it for me this week? Seriously, is like, I, I I feel like I know where you're going. Who did it, Death? The goat, <laughs> Diana Taurasi. Yeah, <laughs> Diana Taurasi. I mean, she the the last couple games like versus the Mystics, the Washington Mystics. Diana took completely over, thirty four points. She hit seven three pointers and really just showed us the go. She just reminded us and putting the sock in your mouth. Like I hear y'all talking about my age and the time oh, we yeah. to wrap it up. Tarasi DT is still out there putting up numbers, fourteen points against the Mystics again. And I have fun with this segment. I love it. That's what did it for me. 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 Yeah, Dev, so I enjoyed that, but I do have a surprise for you. I have a game that I want to play real quick with you. I want to redeem myself a game. I have some questions for you. Okay, this is random. for you. (laughs) Yes, and I want to see how well you do. I want to see what your record would be. You ready? Okay. Are you trying to get me back from last week? (laughs) You know it. Listen, (laughs) it's it's only about four questions. I just want to see your expertise. You know, I want to see how 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 far back you can recall with the dust. Wow, how far back? Different things from the past, yes, and some things from from newer. But we'll see. Are you trying to stop me nicely? Are you trying to stop me bad? Okay, let's do it. (laughs) It ain't gonna be too bad. I'm ready. Too bad. All right. Question number one. 
Mm. Who was the very first WNBA league president? The very first. You have A, Donna Orenda, B, Lisa Borders, C, Val Ackerman, or D, Laurel Ritchie. Again, that's Donna Orenda, Lisa Uh Borders, Val Ackerman, or Laurel Ritchie. C, Val Ackerman. You would be right, Deb. <laughs> ah, the first answer you got right. Val Ackerman, yep, she helped guide the WNBA to their inaugural season. And she was president okay, from 96 to 05. So you got it. You got I remember it. her name. Yeah, thanks. All right. All right. That was a good question. Okay, good. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Just rolling. warming up. Just warming up. All you right. <laughs> question number two. The WNBA okay. began with eight teams. Name one team that no longer exists in the league. There are a few, but just name one that no longer exists in the league. Cleveland Rockets. You would be correct. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the Cleveland Rockers, they were uh, the um, Houston Comets. They were part the... of the WNBA from 97 to 03. And yes, you're right. <laughs> the Comets are no longer in the WNBA. Charlotte The Spain. Miracle. Sting, um, um, the San Antonio Silver Stars, Mir- Silver Stars. There was a miracle. This is a good question. I like yeah. it. Okay, cool. The Utah Stars, Utah Stars. I think that's what they started All out right. first, and then they were the San Antonio Silver Stars. But yeah, yeah, good question. And they're currently like twelve that. teams. Wow. So yeah, you got your two it's for grown. two now. Two for two. Yay! All right. All Moving right. on. Yeah. <laughs> we got two more. Oh, we got three three more. Well, two more and a bonus. I, I'll give you a bonus if you need it. All right. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> next question. Which head coach has the longest coaching career in the WNBA? Would it be A, Mike Tebow? B, Kurt Miller? C, Derek Fisher? Or D, Cheryl Reed? Okay, I think I'm pretty confident about this Okay, all right. I won't run them back. Go ahead. Only because, I'm just going to give you my reasoning here. Only because I know Mike Tebow is the eldest, likely the eldest of the group. Mm -hmm. But when you say coaching career, I'm thinking like professional coaching, college included. Is this, you know. This would be in in the W. Mike Tebow, A. You locked in on A? Derek Fisher, Kirk um, Miller, Kirk Miller. He would be my next choice, mm-hmm. but he's a, he's a fairly young guy. I mean, we probably have just a few years separating us. So, all right, I'm gonna stick with Mike Tebow. Well, Dev, you would be wrong. I got you on that one. <laughs> I got you on that one. It's actually Cheryl Reeves. Cheryl Reeves. D. Cheryl Reeves. She's the you know four-time WNBA champion coach. She's been coaching since hmm. 2009. She's and how long has Mike Tebow been coaching? Um, I believe shortly after that. Um, don't quote me on that. Because she wasn't his under she wasn't his understudy at one point. 
Now you, you testing my chops. I don't know, but I just feel like Mike Tebow would have had his 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 son is his assistant coach right now on the Washington Mystics team. Mm-hmm. Like his, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, sure we yes would be a good guess as well. Kirk Miller will be uh, like I said will be my next because he's been with Connecticut for a while, but I think only five years actually. But point is, Mike Tebow doesn't have more coaching experience in the WNBA than Cheryl Reed. You know what? You might you might have me on this one, Dev. <laughs> you might have me on this one. You check me on my I mean- own. Listen, two thousand three, I believe he started coaching with the Connecticut Connecticut Sun. So you might, Mike I Tebow? believe, yes. So I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fact check me. All right, so I give you that one. So you're three for three still. <laughs> three for three. <sighs> okay. Uh, Man, how can I lose even try. on my own game? On my own game. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you. I tell you. Okay. Oh, my God. Let's go ahead and get this last question because I can't (laughs) even with you. Last question. Who is the all-time leading scorer in the WNBA history? Leading scorer. I know the answer. I know you do. Would it be... (laughs) Do I even need to go through? Listen. Okay, would it be... I mean, no, but (laughs) let's play the game. A, (laughs) Diana Taurasi. B, Cappy mm. Pondexter, C, mm. Tina Charles, D, Elena mm. Beard. She's Do more I need- of a defensive player. Okay, so Cappy Pondexter definitely was a, a killer scorer. Her and Diana Taurasi have gone back and forth, but she's been in the in the conversation with DT. Mm-hmm. But the answer is unequivocally, and still current leader in scores in the WNBA, the GOAT. It's Diana Taurasi. You got it. You got it. And as of, <laughs> as of la- the end of last week's games, her all-time score, she has 8,774 points. Ooh, yeah. DT yes. is still going off. She is going still. off. So, yeah. Still. This was fun. Neither Very good, Dad. You almost Very got good. beat in your own game. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's okay. <laughs> I thought I had you. And you came and got every one of them right and proved me wrong on one of them. So it's all good. I'm glad you enjoyed. So wait, so let before you before you wrap up, your rickety bonus question that you had prepared, just in case <laughs> I got one wrong. <laughs> See, I what? wasn't gonna share. You want me to share it? I'm just curious to know. Well, this is just what is a the bonus random question? bonus question. First WNBA player to dunk in a regular season game. In a regular season game. Would it be A, Maria Stepanova, B, Lisa Leslie, C, mm-hmm. Han Zhu, or mm-hmm. Han Shu, or D, Margot Didic? The answer is B, Lisa Leslie. Yes. <laughs> yes, it One, is. It is one of my faves. She was the first to dunk in a regular season game. The only other two women that have dunked in a regular season game, I know you already is know, Charlotte, say it with me. Is it Brittany Griner and Charlotte Smith? 
you're right on Brittany Griner. The other is actually Candace Parker. She's done it twice. Candace Parker. Oh, man. Okay. So that was a good. Oh, even that was a great question, too. Dope. <laughs> CP, you know, I think we're going to see a. You think we'll see a dunk before the, the end of 2020? Because it's unpredictable. We never know what's going to happen. We never know. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So we're back, and we're just going to go over the rankings at the end of this week, Dion. What you mm-hmm. say? Let's do All right. It. So at the top of the list, of course, the Seattle Storm clinched their playoff berth. At number one, the top seed, 13 and three, the Seattle Storm, right behind are uh, the Las Vegas Aces at 12 and three. Number three, Barks, sitting at a nice, comfy, cozy 12 and three as well. Got Minnesota Lynx, number four, ranking at number five, the Chicago Sky, Phoenix Mercury, nice and warm at number six. What you got? Yeah, I have the bottom six, starting with the Connecticut Sun, uh, who uh-huh, are at uh-huh. six and nine. Uh, Dallas Wings at the number seven. And rounding out the top eight, we have the Indiana Fever. And then we have the Washington Mystics, Atlanta Dream, and New York Liberty. All right. You know what, Dion? I would have never have guessed that this would be the outcome so far this season, given the immense pickup storm, the, you know, the draft. Has some mm-hmm. great activity during the draft and player returns like Sue Bird coming back and Stewie returning. I would have never thought like seeing the rankings where they are right now had, you know, it quote been a perfect season. You know, right. had COVID not come, right? Elena Deladon been healthy and ready to play. Tina Charles on the team. We have we would have never thought that we'd be with the composition of the standings would be where they are this week but uh, of course we would have yeah we would have expected to see the aces to see the sparks the storm at the top and yes they did meet our expectations of course but we did not expect washington to be a knee deep in trouble nor did we right. see with the pickup of kennedy carter we didn't expect to see atlanta at the bottom of the list mm-hmm. um new york with the number one pick with you know sabrina new york is shocking to me yes Never would have expected to see them still on the bottom two seasons again in a row. So uh, it just goes to tell you that nothing's predictable. We just got to hold on. We never knew that we get a, a, we get a protest midweek in the middle of the season. It's been a crazy year. 2020. That's all I can say. Yeah, hold on to your season. The year's not over yet, but we stay encouraged. That's right. Optimistic. Got to. All right, guys. Thanks so much for yucking it up with us on this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I want to thank everyone again for, like I said, being here. I do want to make a quick shout out, you know, honoring Kobe Bryant. Um, It was his birthday this week. Heavenly birthday, however you would like to put that. So just definitely want to shout that out. I also would like to honor Chadwick Boseman. Oh, absolutely. Rest in peace. That was a big loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2020's been a trip. Anyway, you guys, again, this is Dev. Thank you so much for taking a listen. Be sure to tell a friend, another fellow fan. This is where we can huddle up every weekend to get the WNBA scoop from the Sidelines podcast on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook at From the Sidelines WNBA. Be sure to check us out. Tell a friend. That's how you can support the show. And we absolutely. can't wait to see what's going to happen next week. So we'll catch y'all right back here. Peace. Thanks so much. Peace.